the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I welcome you to Episode 3 of the Living the Catholic Faith Podcast. My name is Deacon Steve, and I'm a permanent deacon in the Diocese of Phoenix. We are now well into the season of autumn, otherwise known as fall. I remember when I lived in Massachusetts, the beauty of the leaves that are so amazing to look at with their vibrant colors before they fall to the ground. This is a reminder of the beauty of God's creation. To live our Catholic faith, we are called to see God in all things. One of those things is the beauty of God's creation, the world. But we also remember that those beautiful leaves are part of a process of death. There is a reminder for us that beauty means death and rebirth. May we be open to dying to self so that we can reborn in our love of Christ and truly be able to live our Catholic faith. Question of the week. Is the Eucharist the actual body and blood of Christ, or is it a symbol? Answer, yes, it is the actual body and blood of Jesus Christ. Eucharist means thanksgiving. It is the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ. As the Catechism of the Catholic Church says, The Eucharist is the source and summit of the Christian life. The other sacraments, and indeed all ecclesiastical ministries and works of the apostolate, are bound up with the Eucharist and are oriented toward it. For in the blessed Eucharist is contained the whole spiritual good of the Church, namely Christ himself. In order to leave them a pledge of this love, in order never to depart from his own, and to make them sharers in his Passover, he instituted the Eucharist as the memorial of his death and resurrection, and commanded his apostles to celebrate it until his return. Thereby, he constituted them priests of the New Testament. Finally, because Christ our Redeemer said that it was truly his body that he was offering. This is my body, Christ said, under the species of bread. It has always been the conviction of the church of God that by the consecration of the bread and wine, there takes place a change of the whole substance of the bread into the substance of the body of Christ our Lord and of the whole substance of the wine into the substance of his blood. To live our faith as Catholics, we must believe this and receive Christ's body and blood at least weekly to have the food we need for the journey that we are called to live.
our newest segment, Meditation of the Week. God calls us to freedom, but instead of being given to us immediately, this freedom is built up day by day by being faithful to God's call. Sin is a rejection of life as being God's child, bringing enslavement with it. Through pride, we refuse to accept life and happiness from the Father's hands with confident and loving dependency, preferring to be the source of life for ourselves, to be in control. Our suspicions, fears, worries, and inflamed desires are the result of this. Looking for happiness, not to God, but to ourselves, we feverishly seek it in things like riches, pleasure, and fame. Openness to God's call frees us from pride. It sweeps aside the attitude of self-sufficiency, the pretense that one is the sole master of one's life. In its place come dependency, availability to another, humility, and confident submission. Openness to God's call helps us escape the pitfalls of desire. God redirects desire toward goods better able to satisfy us than those we lust after. And this openness frees us from fear. By being open to God's call, we receive encouragement and strength that empower us to rise above our fears and to break out of the narrow circle of inadequate coping strategies by which people too often attempt to handle fear. Topic of the week, technology. We are surrounded by technology, from smart TVs to smartphones to smartwatches to home assistants, etc. I record this podcast on my Galaxy Tab S7 Plus Android tablet, technology, using a Shure microphone, technology, connected to the Anchor Android app, technology. Technology in and of itself is not evil. The issue becomes when technology is our main way to connect to the world. There is an addictive quality to technology. If we are not careful, we can forget how to relate to people face-to-face as our friends can become Facebook friends and we, are, and we have so-called friends of people that we never meet and do not really know who we are. Our faith calls us to love and to serve one another, which is certainly difficult to do as technology focuses us on ourselves, what we want to see, what we want to do, what we want to respond to. It is a world of instant gratification, 
and we often have forgotten how to be still, silent, and wait. This is a real concern, as God is found in silence, in docility. To be clear, the church is not against technology, but it cautions us not to make technology a god, small g, and not to use it as a substitute for true human interaction. Our gospel message for this week. The gospel for this week is taken from the gospel of Mark, chapter 10, verses 2 to 16. The Pharisees approached Jesus and asked, Is it lawful for a husband to divorce his wife? They were testing him. He said to them in reply, What did Moses command you? They replied, Moses permitted a husband to write a bill of divorce and dismiss her. But Jesus told them, Because of the hardness of your hearts, he wrote you this commandment. But from the beginning of creation, God made them male and female. For this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, no human being must separate. In the house, the disciples again questioned Jesus about this. He said to them, Whoever divorces his wife and marries another commits adultery against her. And if she divorces her husband and marries another, she commits adultery. So what's the message here, my brothers and sisters? God created marriage. Men and women were not meant to be alone, which is why marriage is a sacrament in the Catholic Church. Marriage can only be between a man and a woman and is meant to be for life. The Church is not asking couples to stay together in abusive situations, but as a sacrament, it is a lifetime commitment. God made marriage, which is why human beings do not have the right to redefine it. We are not God. God is, and he made this sacrament for us. Jesus is calling married couples to love one another as he loves us, totally unconditionally and sacrificially. Well, we've come to the end of episode three of the Living the Catholic Faith podcast. 
If you have any questions or topics that you'd like me to discuss, please email me at deaconstevew, that's D-E-A-C-O-N-S-T-E-V-E-W, at gmail.com. Also, since we're only in episode three, if you have any feedback about the podcast that would make it better for you or a more prayerful experience, please let me know. Let us pray. Lord, help us to live our faith according to your will. Help us to be holy and to serve you above all else. Let us pray the prayer of St. Ignatius of Loyola. Take, Lord, receive all my liberty, my memory, my understanding, my whole will, all that I have and all that I possess. You gave it all to me, Lord. I give it all back to you. Do with it as you will, according to your good pleasure. And now I extend God's blessing upon you all. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord shine his face upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and grant you peace. Be at peace, my brothers and sisters. Open your hearts, listen to the Lord, and by his grace grow in our ability in living the Catholic faith.